Join me right now. Back on the show is newly signed rising bantamweight Trent Gurdum. What's going down, Trent? Nothing. Just hanging out Sunday, Phuket, with my zebra on my wall. With my boy. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about Abu Dhabi Warriors. You know, you had two fights with them. You know, you put on a striking clinic with Fabio Melo. Then you submitted Hamza Bugamza. Do you feel like your overall game has developed, you know, tremendously in the last year? Yeah, pretty much since I've been at Tiger, I just it's all about the confidence. I had those two losses and now I'm on a free fight win streak. With like three different ways I won. I won with elbow, a cut, a body shot and a submission. So I'm really just trying to get better in all aspects of my game at the moment chase those big fights and the big money and the big promotions after that last fight in the post-fight interview you said something about Ashcan Mokhtarian you know you know what where did that come from pretty much the guy just likes to disrespect me a bit too much and I got nothing bad to say about Australian top team because that's where I started and they built my record up and I still have a few friends there but Pretty much, it's just, wouldn't say, yeah, I'd say it's a bit of a beef. You can't just go around talking shit about people and not expect someone to fire back one day. So he's out of the UFC now. So it's just people seeing what I've seen. And let's just pretty much keep my name out of your mouth. I'll keep your name out of my mouth sort of situation. There's no need to talk shit if you're not going to do something. If you want to do something, you want to fight and talk shit. But he ain't talking shit. And he ain't doing nothing. Is this something that has been brewing for a long time or is it just recent? Nah, it's just I thought it was cool and something happened. He said something I didn't like about mm-hmm. About myself and about my family, I thought I was disrespected. So I just, after my fight, like most fighters are a bit emotional, comes up. I just told him, keep his name out of my mouth and don't disrespect my family or myself. So pretty much it was just be nice and I'll be nice to you. Now, Abu Dhabi Warriors, you know, last time we talked, you were talking about getting a title shot, you know, later in the year after you got your win against Hamza Bugamza. Um, what what did they tell you when you left Abu Dhabi? Did they tell you, like, hey, you're going to come back soon and you're going to fight for that title, or what happened? Yeah, um, I haven't heard anything back from them, but the matchmaker and the promoter and my manager, they're all happy. They said, who do you want to fight? Do you want the belt? Do you want this? I pretty much just... I didn't want to fight the Cameroon guy because he missed weight by a few kilos. But I said, if he's down to fight, he's going to make the weight. I'll fight him. Or I asked to fly Ronnie Shadan or Kyle Reyes because I've lost to him. And I think it would be cool to start revenging my losses. And then this big fight in Ryzen came up. And I pretty much, Japan's always been my dream. So I'm 22 now and I'm heading to where I want to be. I'm just happy. Very happy with the situation I'm in. Thanks to my many manager and my coaches. You know, before we get into all the rise and stuff, let's talk about the journey that you have had since 2018. You know, 
you've gone through a lot. You know what I mean? You went through two straight losses, and then you re, re you were reborn basically, and you've won three in a row. But you're only 22 years old, man. It's like, you know, do you just think of it as part of the journey, or do you see like yourself continue to grow? Yeah, I think that's the best thing about fighting. Is like, it's not just the number. Of, every time you fight, you win, you lose, or you just have a draw. Like anything, it's life experience and. Each fight, I think I've become a better fighter and also a better person. So this journey is, like they say, it's the highest highs and the lowest lows. I've been down in the dumps where I didn't even want to fight no more. I've been begging my manager to fight week after week. It's it's a wild ride, but it's the only ride I want to take in my life. So I'm happy. I'm very happy, and I'm happy with the person I am. And the way my career is going. I'm not meant to be here, so it's like pretty cool, you know. Just a kid from Western Sydney. I'm fighting in Japan at 22 years old, so I'm very happy. Yeah, let's talk about your next fight in Japan for Ryzen. Were you talking with them before fighting with Abu Dhabi Warriors, or was this something that just came up, came to you out of nowhere? This came out of nowhere pretty much. My manager just said, oh, what do you want to do next? I was like, oh, I want to fight as soon as possible. Said okay, yeah. a few days, and he messaged me. He said, "Hey, you want to fight in Ryzen?" I said, "Yeah, that's my dream. That's that's where I want to go." He said, "Okay, Victor Henry, the number one guy in Japan, number one guy in America, and the number two guy in Russia." I said, "Yeah, no problem. It's, fighting's funny for me, and I think everyone can be beat, and everyone can get knocked out, everyone can be submitted. You just gotta find a way." He's never been finished, but I plan to finish Victor Henry. Not having that undefeated record hanging over your head, right, anymore, does that give you more confidence going into, you know, this fight against Victor Henry? Because, you know, he is a guy that, like you just mentioned, number one here and number one there and number two there. So most guys would duck that fight, but you're just like, fuck it, I'm going to take it. Yeah, I think it's just I'm a fighter, and if you're a fighter, you'll fight anyone. Everyone wants to like protect their record or their name, but if you look at some guys, you know, they're 20 and 5, and the five guys they lost to aren't even that great. You look at the guys I lost to, they're well-known, well-ranked. If I lose to Victor Henry, fuck, I'm meant to lose to Victor Henry. If I beat Victor Henry, I'm going to call out Horiguchi, and I'm going to get that Ryan belt. So it's a win-win for me, and I got a two-fight deal, so... I'm coming to war, and I want to show Japan wild style. Since Victor Henry is a well-known name in Japan, they're using this fight to kind of catapult him against Horiguchi, and you get you you get your chance to spoil the party, man. Uh, it must ha- it must be nice to be able to be in that position to spoil the party. Yeah, I think I spoiled a lot of people's parties. I fought in a lot of places where I was meant to lose or. Fought the hometown guy. This time is a bit different with both fighters, but he's well known in Japan. And I've been watching him for a long time since I was like an amateur 16, watching him fight in Pancrase. And I've always had my eye on him. And I think it's, you know, the best, bring the best in you. And I think this will be the best fight of my life so far. And I'm just excited. And I know he's going to try to kill me and I'm going to try to kill him. And lately he's been 
he's been striking a lot more. So I think we're going to stand up. And if he shoots on me, I want to snare him and soccer kick him in the face. And I'm sure if I shoot, he's going to try to do the same. So I just know it's going to be action-packed. Three rounds, two rounds, one minute. And it's going to be a war. They're promoting this fight as Henry being the you know the more well-rounded fighter, and they la- they label you as the striker. Does that play into your advantage? Yeah, I don't know why everyone thinks I'm a striker. <laughs> I got a lot of striking, and I got plenty of striking fights. And most recently, like I finished two out of my last three with a strike, but I have more submissions on my record than strikes, and. I work on my wrestling a lot, but I guess if you fear someone, you call them what they are, you know. Oh, it's just a striker. So they just say that just to try to belittle me maybe, trying to put me down that I can't grapple, but I can grapple with anyone. And I'm a mixed martial artist. I've been doing this for seven years, and I do it all. I don't just, I'm not a boxer. I'm not a kickboxer. I'm not a jiu-jitsu guy. I think every fight you see something different and this time you get the complete package. Training camp. You know, you're always working at Tiger Muay Thai. You know, you're working with the coaches. You're working with everybody down there. But there's always people visiting. There's always new bodies coming through. You know, have there been any guys that has helped you out through this training camp? You know, that is not part of Tiger, but you enjoy training with them. Uh, there's a new guy named Donnie Rebels. He's been helping me a bit. He came for the tryouts. We gave him he didn't win the tryouts but he got a one year free training package. And he's just been helping me, he has a similar style to Victor. He's a bit better, bigger I mean. So he's been grinding on me. I've been he's been helping me a lot. Um anyone else? Musa the he's fighting at one forty five in the UFC soon. I've been working with him like a bit of wrestling. So there's always new guys and old guys, but the main thing is just as long as you're on the match, you're going to get better. I'm on the match every day. So can't fail if you work hard. Are you structuring your own camp? Are you kind of like making your own schedule throughout the week or do you have someone kind of helping you out with that stuff? Um, George sort of tells me what to do. I like to do a lot of striking. Mainly, I like to do probably two striking sessions, one grappling session mm-hmm. every day. So two to three sessions a day. Week out, I'll run every day. It's, I don't know, I just like to run. I'm more loading this time for my fight. I haven't done that recently. And so I think the wake up will be a bit easier this time with the water load. Glenn Sparv's giving me some uh, dieting tips. So maybe I'll make weight really easy this time. Uh, who are you taking over to Japan with you this time around? Uh, we me and George. Normally, I, my last four have taken Fabricio, and George came to one of them. But Fabricio will be fighting K1, so just being the, the Hickman on the war in Japan. It's always fun. Traveling with George, he likes to see stuff, so it should be a fun trip. Hopefully, I'm not too busted up. <laughs> You know, this fight with Henry, I'm pretty sure, going there and get the win. Um, what's after that? Like, of, you mentioned that you're going to call out Horiguchi, but do you have any other prospects outside of Ryzen? 
Oh, I guess I win or lose. I don't know. I'll, I'm gonna fight again for Ryzen. Let's say give me a two ideal. I know UAE Warriors are still interested in me in a title fight or maybe just fighting on their next show. I'm pretty much you ask George, you ask anyone that knows me. I'm I'll fight any style. I'll fight anywhere. I just to live a happy life for me is to fight as often as I can, and it keeps me sane and it. Honestly, it helps my mental health a lot, just being active and staying on the grind. If I don't have a fight, I don't know what to do in my life. So I love fighting, and it's just the next challenge. It's always the next mission. It's like, you know, I'm player one. you got to find that next mission, next accomplishment. So we'll see. First, Victor Henry, and then win, lose, draw. I'm coming for everyone in Ryzen. I think Ryzen has the best bantamweights in the world at the moment. Their division looks really stacked, and there's a lot of interesting fights there for me. So I'm excited about Ryzen, and I also want to win the UAE Warriors title. All right, man. Before you do all that, you're going to go to Nagoya, August 18th, Ryzen 18. Thank you for your time, Trent, and uh, I always appreciate it. And, uh, Good luck on this fight and uh, the future that you have in front of you. Yeah, you too. Keep playing grass, yeah?